Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. everybody and welcome back to Katie's Crib. In this episode, I want to give you guys a visual, but I am sitting here with two very good friends of mine, Jackie Seiden and Amy Mass, and we are sitting here with a bottle of Sauve Blanc. Yeah. Yeah, Amy Mass bought a bottle of Sauve Blanc <laughs> because today's episode is about miscarriages. Um this is a very painful, triggering topic, but again, like so many triggering and painful topics in motherhood, they really, really need to be talked about. Um, a lot of women have had them. Just like to run some statistics by you guys, like 10 to 20% of pregnancies end in miscarriage. So that's like practically one in four, one in five. Um, Eight out of 10 miscarriages happen in the first three months. And uh, a miscarriage is when an embryo or fetus dies before the 20th week of pregnancy. Um, So I want to introduce you to my friends. And we are having this glass of wine. And uh, we are going to talk about this topic. And wine is hopefully going to help us really just get into um, these experiences. Because like I said, these numbers are staggering. I mean, they're they're large. It's not, it's crazy 
that we're talking about something that happens in one out of four or five pregnancies and yet I, I, before it happened to me because yes guys I too had a miscarriage um, I hadn't talked about it yeah me too did you guys have the same experience oh yeah and then everyone you tell says oh I did too my mother for example yes she said I had a miscarriage and you didn't know she did no what Mm-mm. wow yeah. yeah, same with my mother-in-law came out and said I had a miscarriage and one of the first and very something that really made me feel better about having one was she said I had one before I had your husband and I wouldn't mm-hmm. have had your husband had I not had one. Um, wow. So that made me feel better for maybe like five minutes. <laughs> but um, So first and foremost, Amy Mass and Jackie Seiden. You guys, these are uh, another two moms who are very close to me. Um, and in my village. Um, do you guys prefer to, when you're talking about your experiences, the terminology used, miscarriage, pregnancy loss, something else? I just say miscarriage. I do too, but I have no preference. I say miscarriage too. I guess. Is that that, a- yeah, I think that's that's what we're going to use today. Fine. Maybe. On Katie's crib, we're calling it miscarriage. I wonder if it's because it's more medical. It's almost easier to digest. Uh, miscarriages? Yeah. What was yeah. the other one? Pregnancy loss. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even. I've said miscarriage. Um, So, Amy Mass, when you had um, your miscarriage, now you have had, talk us through your experience with miscarriage personally. Sure. And drink up that wine. Yeah. (laughs) And I like that you asked the comedy writer to come talk about the hilarious (laughs) subject of miscarriages. That's why you're the best. (laughs) We might be a little inappropriate at times. I know. I know. Just... Guys, humor Forgive and co- humor, humor has really proven multiple times to be a very helpful tool. The I best agree. medicine is the yes. only way. Yes, and there were definitely some. Even though obviously very sad moments, there were some really funny moments. Um, yeah. So my experiences, um, I had three, mm-hmm. but I guess one was not considered a miscarriage because it was after twenty weeks. But the first two are called missed miscarriages, What's which that? means that. When I went to the doctor uh, around, one was at eight weeks, one was at 10, um, there was no heartbeat. So I didn't actually go through a miscarriage where I was bleeding and had, you know, was going through the pain of it at that time. I found out from the doctor. I had the same thing. So wait, what did I I have? What's it called? A missed miscarriage. But I did bleed and have pain. No, but you didn't have, oh, she told you you had no heartbeat also, and then you- We never got to that point. Well, yeah, so ours is, yeah. yeah. I think that might be different then. Yeah, I think you okay. had like a real miscarriage. Yeah, okay. So well, so what this was is that the doctor says, okay, there's no heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And you're like shocked. You're like, oh, okay, great. Now what? Now what? And the first time I took, um, the doctor told me to take this pill at home. Mm-hmm. It was Cytotec or misopropyl. I don't know. I forget the name of the actual drug. Mm-hmm. But, and that induce it, like that makes you have a oh. miscarriage at home. And it's just like the heaviest period of your life. I mean, on the toilet. That was honestly the worst. That was worse than childbirth for me. Wow! Because it causes cramping to like you're going through birth of something very small. Yeah, contractions. Right. And I'm learning. Yeah, me too. You know, and it just it's and it's also condensed into a shorter period of time. So it's like a few hours that are just horrible. Plus, it's not like you're having a baby at the end of it. You know, no, you're so going you're through something horrible depressed. and you're just going justified. through something horrible. Yeah. Right. Um, and you were actively trying to conceive. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then take us through 
So wait, what is that term? Not miscarriage. It's called uh, a, well, it's a missed miscarriage. Mm-hmm. There's other terms oh, for it too. Missed miscarriage, meaning uh, that maybe if I had waited a few more weeks, it would have happened on its own. Like in the olden days. Yes, I always think about that with my. It's so weird. I always think about that. I don't, but like, I when I was going through my miscarriage, I always thought about because I had to have a DNC, right? Um, which so you guys know, um, a DNC is a medical um, treatment. A DNC stands for dilation and curatage, uh, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, which is a procedure to remove any remaining tissue from the uterus. And um, you get you can be put under or you can be awake and it can be local anesthesia, I think, also. Um, That's what I had for my second one. You had a DNC, DNC, but were yeah. you awake or asleep? I, they gave me, like, fun pills where I was kind of, like... Loopy. Loops. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had the I fun pills and I was loopy as hell, and then they put me under. Um, and it removes the... Uh, the DNC removes all the tissue, um, and after... You know, you're in and out same day. It takes, right. like, 30 minutes, and then you're given, like, essentially, like, heavy ibuprofen or something yeah. for the pain. Um, so your second miscarriage, you had to have a DNC. Yes, and I will say, if anyone, I hope no one listening has to go through this, but if you are and you have the option of taking the pill at home or getting the DNC, just get the DNC. Yeah, that's how you it's felt. It's so much easier. You just go in, you take the medicine, it's painless. I mean, it's physically painless. I had painless. the same experience. Like, I was super scared when they, I had a very similar experience to you where I went to my I think the it was I was about eleven and a half weeks. I was a couple of days away from telling everybody that I was pregnant. Um, which, by the way, when I got pregnant with Albie, I waited way longer than twelve weeks to tell anyone because I I kind of had PTSD about mm-hmm. this was the miscarriage a big for thing sure for me too. Yeah, and um, I uh, went to a routine doctor's visit to hear the heartbeat, and she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, but there is none." And in came the tissues and. Um, but sh- but it was over a holiday weekend and she was like, we can't do the DNC for a few days. And I just had like this real like, oh, no, no, I need to get in there like tomorrow. That was my response. I was mm-hmm. like, get it out. Like, I don't want to walk around anymore knowing that there is like a dead right. child you have to des- inside describe those of me. days. I mean, what was that like for you waiting and then driving to go get the DNC? What's going through your head how are you processing? Oh my gosh! What do you? What did you feel, Amy? Like when you for the second one? Well, so you would say DNC over the pill for sure. For well, for me, the hardest, you know, obviously my third one. I actually had to wait over two weeks. Before Take my us surgery. through your third, and then we're gonna get get to Jackie's experience. Well, so the third, you know, was obviously the hardest because we were we got to twenty six weeks. Oh my gosh! So Which, I how was, many months is that? over six so i was showing everyone knew i was pregnant we had a gender reveal party yeah we had names you know a lot of us were there yeah Mm -hmm. um so what happened with that one was everything was normal and going great the first two you know were chromosomal which is very common that's one the most common you know reason for a miscarriage and there's nothing you can do about it. it happens you know at conception right so this one though you know everything's going great we go in for our second trimester you know that big 3d scan you do yes and i think it was around 24 weeks we i waited because jared was out of town so it was a little bit later and they went and they said that there was like no amniotic fluid oh my god and at the time it didn't really dawn on me i'm like oh that sounds bad but it didn't seem like oh this is they need that for survival yeah So amniotic fluid is the liquid that the baby's swimming in right. in your uterus and eating and at that breathing point. in yes. and all that stuff. So without it, baby's lungs can't develop. Mm-hmm. So 
if it happens, it is com- there. It can be common in your third trimester to have lower amniotic fluid, and usually it's okay. Mm-hmm. But but they that, monitor it closely, right. and if they need to induce your labor or have a C-section, they're like right. watching you if amniotic fluid is an issue or yeah, put I you on bed that. rest. Or right. but because it was still early in my pregnancy, it's not good. So I went home. Basically, they told me they don't think it's going to be a viable pregnancy. But the baby still had a heartbeat. I could still feel her moving around. Oh my, oh my god. god! So they were like, "Well," and I was, and they were like, "Well, you could just, we can give you something to stop the heartbeat, and then we can do the surgery." And I, and I just like, even though I'm mentally like oh. I knew it wasn't gonna be viable, I couldn't just give up on her. Yeah, no way. So, so they're giving you the option. The doctors are literally saying this pregnancy is not going to go any further, and here's a pill that you can end her whatever life she, yeah. you may or may not believe she has. I think it was, yeah, an injection or something, but yeah, like right before the surgery. So I said, you know what, I'm going to wait. So even though I knew it, her heart would probably stop eventually on its own, I just chose to wait. So that's why for two weeks oh I waited. God, so that was the hardest part. Um, How did you sleep? I, don't, I mean, it was, it was a rough couple of weeks. Oh, my God. Um, but, you know. And then is the procedure to have it removed a DNC? That's a D&E. So the dilation and evacuation, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was actually a real weird procedure. So, and again, this might be, I'm getting a little feminist here, but. Go for um, it. So what I learned is that because it was basically the D&E, mm-hmm. which is the surgical procedure, is considered an abortion. Right. And because it was a late in my pregnancy abortion, a second trimester abortion, essentially, even though the baby's heart had stopped at this point, um, insurance was an issue. Wow. So I could have gone to the hospital and delivered my dead baby for free at the maternity ward, you know, where they play the chimes whenever a baby's born. Oh, my God. Could have done that. Or I could go to a place where I could get the surgery and I could be put under and I could, you know, not have to deal with all the pain physically. And I had to pay 10 grand out of pocket to not have a baby. Holy. So I didn't know that. So that sucked. But the procedure was actually pretty painless. Oh physically, my God. so like women who don't have that kind of money, obviously, like yeah. that is have their to give option. Birth like they have to, to give birth to a dead baby. Yeah, yeah. And some wow. women look. Some women actually choose to do that because seeing the baby helps them move closure. on. Or I mm. personally am not that kind of person. No, I, I didn't want either. to see anything. I or... had the very same reaction to you when when it was like the fetus was no longer viable. I was like, when I need to make an appointment now. Like mm-hmm. I need to. In order to move on with my life, like I need this taken care of. But Mm -hmm. I do have to say, like, and we'll get into this, the grieving process was long. And I can't even imagine how long it was for you, Amy, either. Jackie, tell us about um, your miscarriage. Mine was, uh, this was my first pregnancy, which was the same with you. Mm -hmm. It was my first pregnancy. I found out I was pregnant. People warn you not to tell people that you're pregnant. But, of course, you just never think that's going to happen. I, I don't know. It just doesn't occur to you. You just think I'm pregnant because when you're 16, yeah. everyone's like, when you get pregnant, you have a baby. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm going to have a baby. So, of course, I'm like, oh, we can't say anything. We tell everyone. Right. You know, we do the thing. We re- reveal it to our parents on FaceTime. Oof, and I can't remember. I did a great reveal, too, say, of mine as well. Too. I videotaped all my family's responses to me being pregnant. And then the I had onesie, to call right? all of them and say, 
I'm not. I I made fake fortune cookies and had my parents open them up and it said you're going to be a grandpa. This is what I'm saying. So and I'll we tell did you, all that. The next one, I didn't do anything. Me neither. Well, exactly, cuz you learned. Yeah, we were like I'm not doing anything. Meanwhile, that. your story, I couldn't remember this morning if it was your story or my story <laughs> about making the, you're going to be a like grand like the onesie that said grandparents. You did something. And I, I thought it was me. I made videos of like we recorded my family finding out, like my parents yeah. and Adam's family and my brother and my best friend girls. Like right. we, whatever. So we told everybody. Great. And um, <laughs> ha- drink. And drink. Exactly. And then um, I will say for me, what happened was uh, I had a flash it was going to happen before it happened. Because um, yeah, you, you think you're psychic. Because, yeah, you guys, by the way, Jackie I'm, I'm totally psychic. psychic. <laughs> but should I tell everyone that how I found out I was pregnant the second time? By the way, a psychic told me in my dream, your baby girl has arrived, so I am psychic, so thank you very much. Whoa. But you don't remember that story? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, okay. It's just the woe is... Yeah, it's the audience. Yes. <laughs> You're representing. <laughs> <laughs> the story's better, slower. But, anywho, um, I had a flash. I went to the bathroom, and I just had a flash. And, basically, I, I knew... And I and I looked and it was my situation was a crime scene in the toilet bowl, just an oh old fashioned crime scene. See, and that by the seems way, seems way worse. No, I it's they're all terrible. In I their will own say I will right. never forget that image. I saw you can't it erase all. that. Nope. Yeah. I saw and I see. I, I didn't see anything. And I think I saw the thing. Like I saw it. I saw everything. And then, um, then the the breakdown and then the pain started. Because your body so kind you, of went into labor. Wait, too. so like, the pain? Yeah, you the pain. Cram- you weren't cramping cr- before. No, that was what was very strange. But I was after, like on the floor, with your face on the cold tile, mm-hmm. sort of cramping, um, for as long as it took. I just laid on the floor. I remember when you called me and you said, um, "Well, I guess I'm in the club now." Yeah, and I said, <laughs> "What? Club. What? What happened?" And yeah. she was like, "I, because I had been through my miscarriage yeah. already." And you were like, "Well, I've also now had a miscarriage." And I was like, "Yeah, like look in our. It's it exactly is. so in our group of moms from mom class. There's twelve of us or something. Yeah, ten, twelve, sure, ten, eleven of us, and three yeah. of us have been miscarriages. So that's it's the numbers that's about right. Yeah, like that's not you so can, again." This needs to be talked about more openly, more freely, because it's. By the way, I went to therapy. And I told my therapist, and I said, you know, you can throw a rock and hit someone who's had a miscarriage. And she raised her hand in our session, and I was like, of course, right? Yeah. We, we've yeah. all we've all gone through this. Yeah, it's like the unspoken about, which is sad. It's that- sad. We don't talk about it more. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com.
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What let's talk about uh let's talk about the physical toll and then we'll talk about the the mental toll, but Amy, you, I know, had a real physical toll with the last miscarriage because it was so late in the game. Mm-hmm. Like you, I think you already, you were, had already gained pregnancy weight. Oh, yeah. You or your boobs were sizes up. I mean, it was like We real. bought gifts. And yeah, we bought gifts. Yeah. So, I had to cancel my baby shower. Remember that? Do you yes. remember that email my sister to send out? By the way, I will say, if anyone had sent me a flower or anything, I probably would have punched them in the face. So I would just say. I got sent a lot of cookies. And I enjoyed that. Cookies oh, is good. Yeah, I got a lot of I, I, I called a woman. That. Don't I know send me a flower. Who, who had a lot of miscarriages and she knew I was going in that Jeez. day for my DNC. And when I came home, there was like a jug of milk and like a thousand cookies. And I ate them. That's good advice. All. And then I ate sushi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. The things you're not allowed to and do. And got drunk. And then I got wasted. Yeah. Um, so were you in physical pain after your DNE? Well, the worst part. Was and the, the worst pain of the entire thing yeah. was that my milk came in. So, so you had to like wean your breasts. Yeah, and you're not feeding, oh and you're not trying to relieve that. You know, now I know. Now we all know that engorged feeling. It hurts so bad, right? Yeah, like when your milk first comes. I have it in. right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, you you don't want it the milk to come out. So I would it took like almost a week, and I had to like lay there with like cabbage leaves and cold. I, I had like you did frozen that after peas this, on top after of After this, is yeah. it called a miscarriage at this um, point? At that point, it's called, I forget what it's called, but it's not a miscarriage. It's a something. Yeah. Let's just call it a miscarriage. And Jackie, you obviously said you were in super physical pain afterwards. Yeah. It, once it was done, it was done, though. It was right. just a couple hours, and then I was done. I felt 
no physical pain. Like I said, the DNC, I remember they gave me whatever, like fentanyl or something. But they gave me that, and I remember being wheeled into the surgery room completely fucked up out of my mind and I remember saying oh my god this looks like a Grey's Anatomy set and then I also remember saying I feel so good and so buzzed right now and I haven't been buzzed in three months because I was had almost been pregnant for three months and I was like if you got any more of what you're given give me more and then I remember my OB just like holding my hand and like petting my hand and saying you're it's okay it's okay it's okay and then I like went to sleep and I woke up and the baby was gone, and for me, the real, and I wasn't in pain afterwards, but the real pain was mental. And mm-hmm. it was yeah. shitty, and so much shittier than I imagined it being. Um, I'm such a, like, I think the initial feeling when I found out there was no heartbeat from the doctor in a routine checkup was like, okay, let's, like, Olivia Pope the situation, let's fix it, right. like, let's make the schedule, let's get to the hospital, let's get the DNC, All business. let's get that done, when when can I start trying again, like, and then as soon as it sort of set in that I had had a miscarriage, what happens is you have a major hormonal drop-off, and I think I was massively sad for about three months, and I was only pregnant for three months, so I can't imagine... Amy what you felt or Jackie what you felt actually seeing something which is an image you can't ever forget um but I had to go through I went through a lot of therapy um a lot and also what's crazy about a miscarriage that you don't know is that it takes you a really long time to get your period back um and to get back on a regular cycle Mm -hmm. so if you're a woman like I am who is greatly affected by her cycle like I have I've been fortunate enough to be kind of regular my whole life and come to expect my period well I didn't get a period for three months after I had my miscarriage and so I felt like an insane person because my body was really messed up Mm -hmm. and my hormones were really recovering and messed up and my what I've come to learn my uterine wall was rebuilding from the DNC and things like that and you also can't really start to try to conceive some doctors would recommend until you've had a period because it's a mm-hmm. sign that your cycle's back and the egg is dropping and you might actually have a chance of getting pregnant again. So it's not like I could jump back in the saddle mm-hmm. and try to start fixing the problem. So for three months I had to sit there and not get my period and feel, you know, like, yeah, I had that extra five, seven pounds on. I was sad. But I really just felt kind of crazy. Like I was having disproportionate responses to conflict. Like, little things would come up and I would be shot out of a cannon, like, totally insane and not acting like myself. Did you find that, Jackie? The hormone imbalance is a real thing. Not something you would even think about is going to happen. But, of course, and I went through that with you. I remember, I remember, and I remember you having, going through that, Amy, did you, I mean. I actually had to go back on birth control to help me. Get regular. Yeah. Yeah. Because I felt like a crazy person, like you said. Yeah. I just. The hormones are so crazy. I'm like, that's the thing. Like, if one in four or five pregnancies are ending in miscarriage and women are just, like, needing help, like, whether that's to know to go on birth control or whether that's to speak to a therapist or to have a friend to talk to, like... Imagine you don't know. You go back to your nine-to-five job. Oh, my and you're, God. You're, or you have another kid you're looking after. Right. Like, I have a friend who had a ba- has three kids and had a miscarriage in between every single one. Mm-hmm. So, like, baby miscarriage, baby miscarriage, baby miscarriage. So, I mean, this can happen again to us? Of course. I don't, I don't think I can go I through know. this again. <laughs> I know, but that is, like... 
it is a real miracle to get pregnant, stay pregnant, and make a baby. At That's what I don't thing. understand how anyone can accidentally get pregnant. Oh, <laughs> like, it makes girl. me so mad. That's We're what I'm just saying. Too We're old. 16. Yeah. We're just too old. They make you feel like if you look at a guy, you're going to get pregnant. Um, it's bull. So you f- went back on birth control. Did you guys start immediately trying to have a baby right away? Did you wait? We, oh, I was in complete denial. I was like, I'm fine. You, I remember that. Oh yeah, I'm all about. I'm all about. I'm fine. If something bad happens, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. And I really believed I was fine. Jackie Seiden is very strong. It's all lies. (laughs) No, it's not. But I really think I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. And yes, we started trying. We went on with our life, and people would ask about it. Did you wait to get a period, or did you just start trying right away? We started trying. Actually, we started. This is exactly what we did. You know how everyone says, if you're not trying, you get pregnant. That thing. So I'm like, well, I'm not trying because I can't get pregnant. But secretly, I was kind of trying and hoping I would get. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it worked. Wow. Because it was like the not trying, trying. You were just method. like getting back in your body. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna get pregnant. Like, I'm not be. doing it. I'm not supposed to. You, but in the back of my mind, I was b- trying to manipulate the universe. You Jedi mind tricked your <laughs> yeah, uterus. Exactly. So I just said, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Let's keep boning. And I, and I because I told so many people, I had a lot of. Or you Calls okay? to make that you were missing. Which is, you'd, let uh, me tell you, not, again, and the only other thing I would say is just don't send me flowers. I, please, because mm-hmm. you know you're hanging on by a thread. And then, what sure, would be your advice? I'm pretty sure I sent you flowers. <laughs> <laughs> what? I ate them. <laughs> what would be your advice to women who've had a miscarriage? What would you send or say? Yeah, you said cookies, which I think is great advice. Okay. Or booze. And booze. Yeah. Booze. <laughs> Sushi. Okay, and what are suggestions of what you would say? I'll tell you what not to say. Oh, that's good. Um, that's just as helpful. This is what bothered me when everyone's like, everything happens for a reason. <gasps> oh my I God, you guys, come on. And Anyone, if we can change one person out, from though. listening to this podcast to say that. Except we all agree that after we all had our firstborn, we looked at each other and said, well, I guess it did happen for a reason. Well, no, look, I love my kid, but I would have loved my other three kids too. Right. Yeah. You know, like, and I have to say, like, I think about that, like, I do think about, like, I don't, like, I have a son, and I'm so fortunate that he's happy and healthy, but I, in my gut, have this really weird feeling that the baby I lost was a girl. Like, I just, for some reason, like, I know that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't ever told to me, but I feel like it's a girl. And Adam and I go back and forth a lot. This is really weird, guys. But we go back and forth a lot about, Adam thinks that the baby we lost is the same soul as Albie. My current son. Mm-hmm. This is getting. I'm real so glad you're going there because there's something. Okay? I was actually really glad you're taking. I it there. don't like. I think it was a soul that came and went to wherever she was supposed to go, and Albie is a new person. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys feel? I definitely feel like again. Psychic now, Jackie. Your Sidon listeners talking. know that I love psychics. <laughs> so a psychics always told me I was going to have a, a boy. I was going to have a boy, and I believed I, I was having a boy. And in my mind, maybe to make peace with it. We had come up with the girl's name. My daughter's name is Pearl. And we had always said the name Pearl. And we didn't have a boy's name. And we felt like we were calling her to us. And I believe they are two different spirits. And my son tagged out. And he said, you know what? They're calling you. You go first. Whoa. And that, I just got goosebumps eventually. Bumps. And then she came. And I, I'm going to lose Oh, my God. I just got goosebumps. I think I did, too, actually. Wow. And I believe that their spirits made a, a soul contract. And she, she said, you know what? Let me go first. They're calling me, and then you, then you come. Oh God, you're really Aww. making me cry. That's so that's sweet. why I keep saying I'm gonna have a boy. But look, the next spirit will come as a girl or a boy. But that's what I tell myself. That's f- super helpful. 
Like, the, like we have to come up with things because yeah. for the person who says like everything happens for a reason or whatever, like at the end of the day, we're the ones laying there going through it. And like, how do you come to terms with it? What are the things you tell yourself? And I think it's a beautiful thing to tell yourself. Thank that you. is. Amy, what else would you tell people not to say or to say? I don't know. Um, Everything happens for a reason is not good. That's not a good one. You know what actually was helpful? Because I I did go to therapy after my last one. And it was my first time going to therapy. And I found a fertility and loss specialist. And she herself had had many losses and went through fertility. And Wow. So um, people listening, that is a therapist that I didn't know existed. Yes. That's huge. So there there are specific fertility and loss specialists to deal with women who have had late any sort of feelings yeah. towards loss of loss baby and yeah. even just going through i have friends going through a lot of fertility issues and that's a whole oh, other yeah. nightmare dark yeah so what she told me that i thought was helpful there was two things that were a great piece of advice the first was i started to feel very anxious when i was pregnant again and i would always get scared and she said yeah it's basically like you have ptsd of course yeah, you, you do. had these traumatic experiences cut yourself some slack just know that it's going to take time to get over the trauma of these losses. And, like, retrain your brain to rewrite the story right. that, like, this one is different. Like, right. this time is going to be different. And then the thing that I take moving forward that I took in my pregnancy was, you know, I'm not a very religious person or I don't go to psychics. <laughs> Just give me 15 minutes with Amy after this. And uh, so what she said to me was, like, well, do you believe in, like, karma or playing the odds and I was like okay go on <laughs> and her thing was like you know all these bad things have already happened to you what are the odds more bad stuff's gonna happen and I was like I like the way I like where you're going with this I'm like I don't know if scientifically that's a real right. <laughs> theory right but I kind of in my pregnancy and even having the baby now in my mind I kind of think look if I had to go through all that crap but she's gonna be happy and healthy mm. okay that's a fair trade right. yes and isn't it weird like sitting here talking about our miscarriages and now here we are and and it is weird how women are fucking resilient as fuck guys like it is crazy like the amazing women that we all know collectively or may know individually who have gone through lots of shit and come out on other sides and it's just unbelievable to me um uh let's talk about sharing your experience with other people uh, Amy that was especially for you since you like had a shower or mm-hmm. not no the shower got canceled but you had a baby uh, reveal party mm-hmm. um, you know I love that Pinterest and Etsy so Amy Mass is the queen of a themed party. Yeah, she's a great party thrower. She loves themes. Massoween is her Halloween. Massoween. Halloween is her favorite holiday that there is. Um, did would you how would you, would you give advice to women listening on how to tell people or how what to expect back? I thought about this on the way over here, and the I feel almost like when you have a miscarriage, you're kind of robbed of that joy of sharing this great news with everyone yeah. because that's the stuff that I live for. You know, like I have Pinterest pages saved, like hidden on (laughs) how to do reveals and how to tell people and parties. And for me, like I was just so happy and so excited to finally like share with everyone. 
And I feel robbed. I had all these cute moments that now obviously aren't cute anymore. Yep. And I know that sounds like a shallow. Obviously, there's way worse things. No, but, <laughs> but no. In that moment, it's 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 devastating in a way. And then you feel robbed. Then That's when the you tell your parents, like by the time we told our parents for our fourth pregnancy, no. they were kind of like, okay, they're so cautious. scared. They're just yeah. worried and cautious and scared, and it's kind of sad that you want to be celebrating, but you're also nervous. But I will say, you still have to make it you still have to do some things to celebrate your pregnancy. So we didn't go crazy public this time. We didn't have any parties, obviously. <laughs> I didn't even post about it on social media. <laughs> you um, but m- for my husband, I found out that it was a girl. And so I made like a big banner and I did all this stuff in the house. And when he came home from work one day. It you said, did your major big Amy Mass celebration thing, yes, but just privately, just privately for him. Yes. I saw so, it. I think you because stu- you videotaped a I little bit of it. You shared it with us. <laughs> I had to share it with someone. It was so, so great. <laughs> what about you, Jackie? Um, I I actually relate to what Amy's saying about being robbed, but that was for not because of the miscarriage, but because of that faulty um, gender test that I got oh, with my yeah. daughter, where we had a single X chromosome, which is a different podcast. But um, no, but you had once you were pregnant again. Well, well, yeah, let me. I will say I'll, I'll back it up just a little bit, which is to say earlier when I was talking about the I'm fine, I'm fine, I will say that when I got pregnant again and I saw that yes on the stick, all of that grief, that's, we were talking about grief, that's when that all came out. So I, the joy and the grief, I released it all and I didn't know I was carrying it. And it just sort of came out and I was sobbing hysterically. That you were pregnant. That I was pregnant, but it was, some of it was. Residual a, or, or Most of it was grief. Or, I felt grief yeah. and then the joy. So. It's all sort of connected. So then to bring it back to what we're talking about now, that joy, um, I, I, I believed it was going to be okay. I just have to believe that. So I just let that, I don't know, man. No, because you woke up every day and that's what you needed. You were like, if I, I believe it's going to be okay. I kept telling everyone it's like a coffee machine. You always have to warm it up first <laughs> and I was like, for it to work. It never quite, the pods it took, never It didn't wor- take the first no, time. So or- I'm like, I just needed to get my body warmed up. But um uh, but then, yes, I had more issues than once I was pregnant right? with the testing. I, you know, I have to say when I had such, I can't, I can't even imagine the PTSD you had, Amy, because once I got pregnant again, so after like three months of not getting my period, I finally got my period again. And we started to try to conceive again. And thank God it, it didn't take very long. I can't even imagine the women who are listening who finally get the green light that they can start trying again after a miscarriage and it takes like a year Mm -hmm. and then they miscarry again. Like there Mm -hmm. are, like I said, women are resilient AF. I had to take a break for me. The first for your marriage, for your own mental sanity. I needed my life back because we had at that point it had been three years of you you being pregnant and trying to be pregnant. At one point I looked back and I was like, in the past two years, I've been pregnant for like a year and a half on and off. That's And so the first two, as soon as I got my period, we tried again. And then after, you know, the the late term, and I remember it's called stillbirth. When right. That's what it was, stillbirth. When it's past 20 yeah. weeks. Um, which I don't like that thing. No. So I'll just say miscarriage. Yeah. Okay. Um, but after that one, I, we took a year off. I was like, I want to go back to drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I want to travel. So. Yeah. You want to just figure out again who you are and, 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 that's, and let your hormones really... Um, come back to some sort of normalcy but I remember being so PTSD in the first three months of Albie's life like I didn't tell anybody I was pregnant I was petrified to tell anybody 
Um, even when we made it past the 12 weeks, I was like still so unsure. Cause like you go through something like that. And for me, it was all about like protecting myself from like expectations yeah. or. And then superstitious moving on. Superstitious. About like, oh God, like, I, now I don't want to have anything. Nobody right. look at me. Nobody look too yeah. closely because it, it might not work out. And. Um, and Amy, we had watched you, so I think we were all kind of waiting to get past the 26. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh God! Once I heard that that was still a possibility, it was like, oh my gosh! Like this is this th- is like no safety. A, this is no this is really like a physical miracle. Um, and Amy, can you tell us how you how how and the work you did on this fourth pregnancy because you changed a lot about your lifestyle for this pregnancy, right? And I will say the late term lot, like my experience, is much more rare. So yes, I don't want to freak guys, out listeners. No, 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 no. Listeners, um, 10 to 20 percent uh, of the, the pregnancies that end in miscarriage, eight out of 10 of those miscarriages happen in the first three months. Um, and the other thing we should dispel as a myth right now is that and I oh God, I feel this is so it's difficult to even know why miscarriages happen. Amy brought up previously they're chromosomal, like for whatever reason, um, something doesn't stick and it can, and it's, it's very like, sometimes some people say if, if it wasn't supposed to be, I know we've already said if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be, but (laughs) no, sometimes it's your body doing its job that the baby was not well Mm -hmm. or, um, the baby was going to have massive sort of chromosomal issues. It is a good sign that your body so is. so maybe it's not yes. supposed to be. It's um, taking care of you, yeah. But what is a myth is that sex, exercise, working do not cause miscarriages. Right. Because I held a party, <laughs> a fundraiser at my house for a charity a couple days before I miscarried. And I lifted a few things. That were not that heavy, but I'll tell you, I still think about them, and I still have to like read in Google that like that's not what caused your miscarriage. Can I remind you? you Like you lifted a box, it's fine. There are women working all over the world that lift things, and their pregnancies completely end full term, healthy. So you were pregnant with Albie and shooting scandal and having. I'm sorry, screaming, giving birth, murdering people. So. Uh, another other science facts is that some things that are known to cause miscarriages, which would be the opposite, is when there's an abnormal uh, number of chromosomes, genes, Mm -hmm. which is what Amy had twice, and I think also what I had. Um, Certain illnesses can increase the chance of miscarriage. Like if you have like the most severe case of diabetes, I think it has to be like watched very closely, but that is something for you and your doctor to work out. Um, And then there can also be abnormalities in the uterus. Um, and then also it starts to be sort of a numbers game with Amy, which is why I'm really curious about your fourth pregnancy, because it starts one miscarriage. The doctors are not concerned no. because it happens to even a lot of two, women, even three. two if it's chromosomal. If it's not chromosomal, worried. they're not worried. If you have three, which is what Amy started to walk into now is when we start looking at really what's going on here. Mm. And so tell us what you learned and what you did for fourth for our little Ellie Mae Mass who's yeah. here in the world. So in the year I took off, I actually spent a lot of time doing research and getting tests. Like I needed to find an answer. I needed to know why this had happened. Mm-hmm. It, I, it didn't just sit with me that, oh, it just happened. I needed to find out. And I became obsessed with doctor's tests and seeing specialists. And at one point, I shipped my blood overnight to a specialist in Chicago. And it was just this whole thing. And my husband was finally like, you got to stop. And I thought because I have like this very rare autoimmune disorder, it's a skin condition that it had to do with that. And 
I went to finally my therapist helped and she said, you know, go see one last doctor. Go see a high risk specialist. Um, the they're who you would go to see when you get those three D uh, scans. Scans. Um, Perinatologist. For the, those of you guys the, who don't know, but like later in a lot of pregnancies, especially if you're an old pregnant woman like we are, and above <laughs> thirty five, which is called a geriatric, geriatric pregnancy, which is literally the worst name for anything <laughs> ever, and was named by a dude. Um, <laughs> you have to go take a test where it's like a three D picture of and it looks at like every single part of your baby that it has four chambers of uh, two chambers of its brain four chambers of its heart that the lungs are developing you can literally see every single organ and what so, your baby's face looks like yes so you she sent you to one of these doctors who yes. does that scan okay and you know I had asked him do you think it's because of my autoimmune disorder and he said you know it could be but it could be one of hundreds of things Oof. and you know if you look back at the last 20 years and the advances in technology for fertility, it's come a long way. But there hasn't been a lot of advance in pregnancy loss. Mm-hmm. And I and so my doctor said, yeah, we're learning more what some of these causes are. But, you know, he's like, we may never know. And what he said to me was, I don't know exactly why it happened, but I know how to fix it. And I was like, great. I'll take mm. it. And his confidence is what just made me feel so much better. And I was like, all right, let's do this. So what did he say? What was the how-to? He said, we're going to do a few things. One, we're going to put you in a low inflammatory diet, which for me, I had never been on diet. <laughs> not, that I, not that I didn't need it. I just don't have the willpower. Yeah. So I... And they suck. Uh, and he made me be gluten-free, which you know I love pizza and pasta. Yeah. So that was hard. Um, but And I started exercising So a he lot. basically took your entire diet and made it so that you didn't have anything that would inflame your body, yes. which for most people is like... A lot of gluten, sodium is and out. Tomatoes, onions. Some people. Well, he had me, and it was also like healthy fats, like fish avocados, and avocado were allowed, and fishes were allowed, seeds and olive nuts. oils. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first. He step. made your body like a breeding ground for babies. Yeah, I lost like 15 pounds when I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> also cutting out the booze, probably. But right. um, and then you know I was exercising a lot, and then he wanted me. I had to give myself blood thinner shots Ugh. every day. And that sucked because those hurt. Mm. And then I was on steroids for a little bit. I was on baby aspirin for a little bit. So it was all these things where, and then I, for my sanity, he let me come in like every two weeks to get an ultrasound because I was like, right. and I bought one of those at home <laughs> ones so you can like yeah. hear the heartbeat. But, and at the end when I had a healthy baby, I said to my doctor, what do you think it was that did it? He goes, who knows? Maybe none of these helped. Oh my God. He's like, after all, but like, he's right. He's like, we did what we know can help. It was in your control. But it could have just been a crapshoot. It could have literally just been bad luck and bad whatever. And this time it was just, it worked. See, that's when I get spiritual. I have to. Yeah. You gotta. Well, Amy doesn't. But I, <laughs> and I respect that about you. <laughs> Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. 
And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Who did you guys turn to for like for people who are listening who may have struggled with miscarriage or know someone who's struggling with miscarriage? Like, what does a support system look like to get you through something like that, Jackie Sadden? Look in the mirror. <laughs> are you looking at me? What do you mean? I was Yourself? like, I was no you, <laughs> you. I was like Marco pulling you every day. Thank you. And Thank I mean, and Amy and the village that you were talking about. I mean, without the village, so it really helps to talk to other women who've had miscarriages. Yeah, and of course, my sister who had had three herself, and she had my, three miscarriages. Yes, yeah, she had a stillborn as well. What? This is what I'm saying. Women are mind blowing. Meanwhile, me. she has four children. Wow. So who you know, are all like here in perfect and precious. And yes. Yeah. Who did you turn so so other women who had miscarriages? It was a big support network for you. And what about you, Amy? I think after the first one, I didn't really know any of my friends that had. I knew one friend from high school and my good friends. And I reached out to her, but now it's crazy. Now that I've been through it, and I put it out there. I don't know if you guys remember. Like I sent an email to everyone, and I was it like, made me ball. <laughs> Amy's email. Let me tell you something. In the long and short of it, I think, was it through you or through Jared or who was from both of you? But was it the email that said something like, you sent a mass email to all of your friends and you said, oof, God, guys, this made me cry. But you said something to the effect of like, if there's any like light at the end of the tunnel, if there's any silver lining to this whole thing, it's that I'm so glad this happened to us and other people because we have so many great friends who we're close with and can help us through this. That's what my husband said. 
He said, you know, he's like, we're lucky that we have each other. We have families as far as, and we have a great group of friends, and we're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. And he said, there's people out there that are going to have a hard time, and it's it it could isolating yourself is is feels sometimes what you want to do, but it's not helpful in the end. It really helps to reach out, and me helping my friends did make me feel better. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, oh my god. That's you, you helped. I mean, you ha- I totally the women who had had miscarriages, I did feel like it's part of a really sad club. But here's the weird thing about the club. There's a shitload of women in it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what's so weird. It's like there's a there's a lot of women who've had miscarriages and so it is helpful and a lot of women who've had miscarriages who have gone on to have kids, yeah. which is a very wonderful source of inspiration I, I joked with one of my friends she had had like uh, maybe like four or five miscarriages it was so oh. sad but then she, her kid that she had is super smart mm-hmm. so cute I'm like you had a super baby <laughs> like, <laughs> all of that led to having I have a question yes you were talking about things that cause and don't cause yes um, Botox where do we stand on Botox <laughs> oh welcome to LA guys. I just feel like maybe that's is it is it something that causes maybe yeah you well you know I sometimes think about like I was on this I had adult onset acne guys in my early 30s where I had the worst skin I've ever had in my entire life and I went on a drug called a drug for my face can I take it for my butt and <laughs> Jackie's you guys, this is going to be a baby. whole other episode is how your skin gets really weird after you have babies. And I don't mean just on your face. <laughs> Maybe um, I shouldn't have brought wine for Jackie. <laughs> um, but I was on a drug that I had to go off of like 30 days before I started trying. And I got pregnant like, you know, like 30 days, like pretty soon after. And sometimes I think about that. Mm. You know, the point is you're always going to think shoulda, woulda, coulda, like what mm-hmm. would have been done differently? What would my family look like if that pregnancy would have stuck? Versus what my family looks like now, um, but did I cut you off, Jackie? Were you going to say something? No. Oh, about, 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 about my, my doctor butt? hat. Oh, about your butt. No, <laughs> no about we're my good. doctor hat. Of like, what other things I'm telling to you that make me sound super smart? I have one other thing that sucks about miscarriages. Oh, I, I can't just wait. Of, you just on. remind me. Um, names. Oh, na- yo! What do you do about names? Wait, you can't use it again. I can't. We told everyone. Oh my god! Names. And it was like the name that Jared and I have been talking about since like we met, and we loved oh, it so much. God. Can you flip it or use a no? Middle? It's fine. We're oh, past it. But the and, name. And again, no, these are that, superficial things. I think you're things, right. But it's I feel a bummer. like that name has to go. I yeah. no, I would have used that again. I you would have I was attached to my name. But I love but that. Not, though. I don't no, know. But I love that about you. Like I think it. Whatever works is like to get you through. Like if that's a name you retire because that's an experience you are moving on from and closing the door and that's named for that experience or you are someone that's like that's a name that means something to me and I get to continue to use it and I get to do what I want I mean I don't don't know know. I don't know when I don't if I went through what Amy went through maybe not well also this is something I did not know going into it and it was shocking if you go past certain amount of weeks after you have your surgery you have to Oh, decide what to do with the baby right uh, tell me about that i was gonna so ask you know some people have a funeral have a funeral yep. so we opted for cremation mm-hmm. and then we went and spread her ashes jared and i had like a really nice moment so at that point you can't reuse the name nope 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 <laughs> can't reuse it that nope i i hear you i have the chills this, i want to cry i crawl into a hole said <laughs> what i think is so crazy is what your high-risk doctor said which is we've come very far in the advances of fertility fertility and what we've not come far in the advances of is what went wrong what went wrong and i i think it's 
you know, miscarriages has been around since the beginning, but I will never forget the Christmas after I lost my first pregnancy and I was sitting there with my great aunt Joan, who's 89 and my grandmother, who's 85. And I told them I had had a miscarriage. Um, my grandmother had already known because she was part of the like, I'm pregnant and now I'm not <laughs> pregnant. And her sister, who's they're very close. She, I think had told, and we were talking about miscarriage because it's great conversation on Christmas, Christmas. Eve, you guys. <laughs> well, you've had Manhattans in Buffalo, New York. Um, <laughs> but we were having Manhattans. And they, my great aunt Joan had five babies and my grandmother had four. And they went on and on to tell me how many miscarriages they had. Oh my how many late term miscarriages they had. And it was like something I'll never forget. Like they were just so strong and like, yep. Like, welcome to wow. being a woman and being a mother, and it's a nightmare. And my great aunt Joan was like, you know, I buried an eight-month-old, you know, fetus at, <sighs> you know, in 1945 or whatever it is. And here I am on Christmas Eve with my five kids and my 15 grandchildren. And, and my 12 Manhattans. And my 12 <laughs> Manhattans. And she says, I still and think about that baby. Cool. I still think about that baby. My grandma, Pat, says she still thinks about her lost babies and you know that's something that we carry with us and that is something that we hold in our heart and it's also you know just part of our story mm -hmm. I guess but I did not change your relationship well, it just felt made me feel super connected to my family my the matriarchs of my family but also like women in general for all time. Like I think you feel so, I felt so connected in my labor to my son because I felt connected that the, that older women in my life had done this before me. Yeah. But in the same way, like I had felt, I felt connected to women that like, oh my God, there women go through this and this is something that we need to talk about. And I hope that bringing you guys in and thank God you were here to help me. But I really hope that all of us sharing our stories like today I hope that there are women out there listening and, and can feel any bit of better. And and just know that there's resources out there. There's Facebook groups. There's chat groups. There's so many mommy groups that... Did you use that stuff? Oh, yeah. I went on a lot of those, like, you know, what to expect and you're expecting and all those websites and just read about other people going through the same kind of thing. And it does help to know that you're not alone. And especially now, like I said, in the first one, I didn't really know anyone. Now it's like every, I know so many people. And I think that once you start talking about it, that's when you realize you're not alone. And it does help to talk about it, at least in my experience. I agree. What you said is key. It's about the it, it, the connection that you had with your grandma and your great aunt. Uh -huh. It's the thing that is comforting. It's you connects you to your womanhood and to each other. Yep. And, Couldn't and agree more. Through it. Could not agree more. Amy and Jackie, is there any advice you would give to a woman who has maybe recently had a miscarriage or... To, a f to maybe a woman who has a friend who has had a miscarriage? Yeah, I would say um, give yourself space to grieve. Because you don't know where it's going to come out later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, you have to pay it respect. It, As my mother says, it matters. It, it, it matters. It counts. It's a real thing. You're not crazy or whatever judgment or name you could call yourself for going through that process give yourself space to grieve respect that 
that it happens and, and you're going through something. You're going through something. Yeah. No matter how you try to say it's fine. <laughs> I, I gave myself time to grieve, but also went back to work and then also grieved at work. <laughs> I feel bad for my showrunner. I was working on a show at the time and it was after that appointment where I, I went straight to work because I wasn't really sure. It didn't really seem. You mean after the like appointment where they said, this no, isn't a viable pregnancy, yeah, there's, there's no, no amniotic fluid. Then you went to work. I went to work. And oh you told God. your boss, I, who was I, a dude, I'm going to bet. But he's he's great. Okay. Um, and... I just started. I just broke down in his office, and we would always joke that because you know I we're, I write comedies, and, we're, and we always say if there's something dramatic, we're like, oh, that's for Parenthood, <laughs> like the show Parenthood. <laughs> oh my God. And so I was literally crying, bawling in his office, and I go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. This is a real Parenthood moment right now. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and then, but he was like, I think you should just go home. <laughs> and I and he gave me obviously he's like, take as much time as you want. I took off a week, and then I came back, and it actually did help to be back at work with my friends. And everyone knew and everyone was so supportive. And, yeah, I did cry a couple times at work. and But we got through it. And, you know, everyone, I think they were a little <laughs> cautious around me, like didn't know what to say. But mm -hmm. them just letting me talk and cry if I needed to was, was really helpful. What advice would you give to maybe someone who's recently or had a miscarriage in the past or a friend who – what could a friend do to some for someone who may be going through a miscarriage or – yeah, I think, like we said, bring over some drinks and some food, <laughs> sushi and beer, and just say I'm here for you, and it sucks right now, but it does get better, and eventually you'll have your baby. And that is one other thing my therapist said. She said she loves being a fertility and loss specialist because there's always going to be a happy ending. Because no matter what, there will be a way you can have your baby, whether it is through adoption, through, adoption, through, through a surrogate, IVF, through surrogate. So if you want that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you want to have a baby, you'll you'll get your happy ending. Mm -hmm. So just know that it sucks right now, but there, there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. Can I make a disclaimer before you close? Yes. If Always. I made any jokes that were offensive or inappropriate, <laughs> I just want to say. You did not. I'm sorry. You did not. <laughs> You did not. But also, like, you were perfect. we have to make jokes. <laughs> um, yes, humor. Humor, you guys. I'm trying to think if I would have any advice. Oh, yeah. I, I think yeah, that was, was really good you. about space. Hugs. Um, You're good with hugs. Yeah, I, I felt it really helpful to talk about it. I just really did because, I, God, you know what we didn't talk about? I did feel ashamed. Oh, my God, and the failure, the whole thing. I did. I, it sucks, but there is something about being a woman and being perfect especially because you're supposed to be good at having a baby that's what your body's like meant to do and you feel like you have failed in some way and you feel ashamed yeah that you didn't do a good job or there's something you did wrong yep and that is the freaking worst like I definitely felt like I said like I kept thinking about I picked something up or I was on an acne drug, and that's why. It's the choices I made that made it so that I put my family through this. Um, so I felt a tremendous amount of shame, and I felt guilt, and I felt embarrassed. Um, and like Jackie said, I think these are really, really, they're real feelings, um, and you shouldn't sit alone with them. And I think um, it's really helpful to talk about it with either a professional or a friend who you trust and can hold you and put you in a safe space um well said so yeah you guys we have finished our bottle of wine Woo. of sauve blanc 
It was great. And uh, <laughs> it was helpful. And um, I want to thank Jackie Seiden and Amy Mass so very much. Thank you, Katie. From the Rose. bottom of my heart for being here and sharing your story. Thank you I for hope it helps. sharing your story. Because oh, I know yes. that yeah, I that's not. something you haven't I done. Don't talk, I haven't talked publicly about my miscarriage. And I think it was because it was meant to be said here. Exactly. Uh, that was meant to be. <laughs> just my experience of it. <laughs> um so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Katie's Crib. Thanks for going on this journey with us. And um, subscribe, tune in. There's going to be more happier topics. <laughs> We're really going to get into this Or not, thing. you guys. Motherhood is a mixed bag <laughs> of ups and downs and all sorts of sideways. And so, and um, pimples on my butt. And pimples on the butt. <laughs> um, so thank you guys so much. Thank and, you. And uh, cheers. 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 Look at him. Look at him. <laughs>